This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I am still quarantined, Robert. Yes, yes, I am too. Still living that dream. Uh, you know what? It, it isn't. It isn't so bad, is it? With the modern no. experiences of the interwebs and uh, basically getting next day shipping if you really need that something. Yes. Yes, it, it is a, a ship life, if you will, um, where you just get anything you want shipped to you quickly and easily by your friendly neighborhood, whatever it is. Um, with so much chaos going on in the world, it's nice to know that uh, shipping things are actually getting easier to do. I know yeah. it's not extremely nerdy, but getting your stuff delivered is still important. You hey, know, I've been very close. I've been very close to like ordering some like very nerdy stuff, like a couple of those really nice uh, helmets, those collectible helmets. Oh God! Yes, yeah. yes, no. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I'm, I've been doing a lot of the magic nerdiness. My son, who I had the last uh, about a week or so. Um, he actually is into Magic, the Gathering, the card game, a collectible card game, which some people call it. Um, and I didn't realize he was going to be into it as much as he was. Um, so that was a very new experience. So we both ended up buying some cards. So, you know, those were shipped and they came fairly expeditiously considering. So very cool things. Yeah, the uh, the things that I was purchasing because I had my daughter for a week, um, it was, uh, let's see, Lego sets. Uh, uh, a little blackjack card kit with chips and everything. I just uh, can't believe you're teaching her how to gamble. It's not really gambling. I mean, we play. It's not really gambling if there's no money involved. Uh, <laughs> but like, her addicted. I see where this is going. <laughs> she actually likes playing. Uh, you know, we play card games. We play War. She likes okay. playing War. And then, uh, but she really likes playing blackjack. She likes. She likes doing the whole, like it's. Like it's the player against the dealer, right? The, sure. The goal, and even the dealer. The dealer doesn't want to win either, right? Of and, course. And of course, like uh, you know, the little poker chips that I ordered, um, like they range in value from like one dollar all the way up to a thousand. Of course, uh, and you want to upgrade those chips, if you will. Yeah. So she, you know, she started off with just a few dollars and kept building up, building up. She really wanted to get to that thousand, so you know, she was, you know, doing all the placing of her bets and. And, uh, you know, doing all the double down and everything. So it's nice. really fun to watch, you know, uh, and her coming, trying to, like, keep track of the couch. Because uh, I only have, like, one deck of cards. And they always say you should have at least, like, four decks of cards. So Three, three to four, or is it just cards. four? I, I thought it was four. No. I thought it was four. Okay. And yeah. uh, she was able to keep track at, at some at, at a couple points in the game. And she was like... Well, I know there's no more aces because I think they're all used up. And I was like, oh, she's counting cards. cards. Yeah. Oh. See, see what you're teaching her? See the evils? <laughs> well, it's an interesting thing because in my house, unlike yours, where it's just you and your daughter, my household is a little bit larger, a few more people. So the biggest challenge that we faced of doing anything was what could we do game-wise that everybody would be interested in? The challenge is, is – it's me, my son, my brother-in-law, and my mother-in-law that both all love magic and will play anytime that they are free. Cool. Daughter tried once. She gave it a try. She's not interested at all. 
and my wife. Not interested at all. None. So trying to come up with games that are collective some things we can play because I'm still working. So it's hard to manage that with having my daughter, my daughter and son with me, which I'm doing this next week as well, but I'm taking two days off. We found a game that we could at least enjoy, mostly enjoy that my, my son actually brought over called Pandemic, um, which is, of course, very timely. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. And it was actually one of the games we were able to do as a group. We also did um, another game called... Um, I want to say it's called uh, Coup, which is also a very interesting, fun game. It's a game basically where you can do it with two players. A little bit weird with two players, I would think, but we usually do it with a group. And basically, you're trying to coup the other person. So you either use it by getting coins, and then you have these two cards face down that are secret, and only you know what they are. And the other player has to guess what you have, and you basically lie your way through the game to try and coup the other person first. So it's very interesting. It's a, it's a fun little game, but it's like for two to like ten players. So a lot of fun stuff, but it, it's hard because at least for me, I found that having two kids whose interests are very different, that I kind of really didn't meet all of their fun needs and did activities with other ones that really both of them enjoyed as much as I should have. It was more really focused towards my son, which I was kind of surprised by, um, than my daughter. But the one thing we did do together and continue to do is we actually are role-playing. I got them into a D&D Lite, and it's called Mutants and Masterminds. It's a very, very simple D20 system um, that they both have gotten very much into. My daughter is a cyberpunk tech head, and uh, uh, my son is uh, a, basically a uh, historically accurate wizard of some sort. He likes magical items from the past and all these ancient things, and he can imbue them with magic. And my wife plays as well, and she's playing a police officer, kind of leading them around and getting them in and out of trouble kind of deal. So that's, those are the nerdy things I was able to do in groups, which is a very different dynamic than just me and one other person, which is your scenario, right? Yeah, it's, it's a li- it's, it, it can be a challenge at times because I don't want her to feel bored, and I just don't want her sitting in front of the TV. But, I mean, she does have her shows that she likes to watch, so I'm able to stream all of those. We watched a couple – Disney movies. We watched uh, um, a couple movies that just came out on HBO. Um, you know, with the new one that just dropped today, uh, Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus. Yes. Did you watch it? Not yet. I was watching some other things first because I kind of wanted to have my undivided attention with it because it may be something that my daughter might be interested in because she did not like the Harry Potter stuff. She mm, gave it a try. She read the books. Uh, she okay. said she got halfway through um, one of them, and she just said I. she just didn't like it. And then they put on the movie for her. I'm saying they. She was at, at another house, and they put on the movie because they, of course, are fans of Harry Potter. Sure. And, um, yeah, she, she just sat there and just basically waited for it to be over. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, um, actually, um, my wife – just today, literally right before we started podcasting, was watching it with some friends and uh, remotely, actually. They're, they were doing it streaming so they could watch it all together at the same time, and I was invited to join, and I was just like, eh, let me know how it is. Meh. I just, Artemis Fowles, I love my Harry Potter. I mean, I'm a fan of the Potter world, but I just wasn't a huge fan. I, I just, I couldn't get into it. I know she's, my wife's read the Artemis Fowles. She's extremely excited, so I'll have to get a review from her, but I'll, I'll see if the 
kids are interested, maybe it's something that they would be interested in watching. We do it as a family thing, and she she always loves rewatching movies that she enjoyed. So you know, getting other people's reactions is a fun thing for her. So maybe maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Yeah. Also, it's what one of those ones I was. I, I'm sure it would be good, but I'm not sure it would be great. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, with with that, you know, I kind of ventured into because uh, I needed new shoes for when I go out walking, and um, you still doing that? Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing it. Um, Good for you. The uh, the hard part was like I realized that one of the shoes that I have is just they're just uncomfortable to wear now, so I need to replace them. And because Fair of enough. the situation, I had to resort to the internet. And everyone tells me, oh, what a hassle that is to buy like shoes on the internet because it's one thing to see it, it's another thing to like actually try it on before you make the commitment. Sure, sure. But uh, I went with a I went with a company that was pretty good with their return policy, and I ordered it through them. Uh, package came right away, like, okay. like two days. I didn't have to pay anything extra for it. Um, unfortunately, they didn't fit. They when when I put them on, they didn't feel comfortable. So went back on, picked another model. Um, they sent me a return label. I had to like you know find a way to print the return label, which was a, another story. But um, sent it back, and they sent me the shoes, like, right away. So I'm like, maybe there is something, because I was never a shop online person before. But okay. I'm finding myself doing more, feeling more comfortable about this. I haven't gone into ordering food yet. Okay. Like, I haven't done one of those uh, services where, like, they go to the grocery store, pick up your stuff, and bring it to your front door. I haven't done anything like that yet. I'm almost tempted to try that, though. Really? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's I mean, that's venturing out into the dark depths. So good for you, being brave, being out I'm, there. I mean, it's it's worth a try, right? I mean. Oh yeah. You can always try I mean, it, and if it doesn't work out, what happens? You return it. Well, <laughs> you aren't the return type, so you'll be just stuck with them. But whatever. No, no, no. Now, <laughs> now the whole thing before, just to mm-hmm. keep the audience in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is, uh, is this uh, little device that uh, people who deal cards with, like, holds all the cards. It's called a shoe, and it just basically, like, holds all the decks of cards. You can just pull out a card at a time. However, when you look at these things online, many of the reviews say they don't work well. I've tried a couple myself, and I found them to be less than satisfactory. So to me, I would just rather go, instead of the cheap route, just pay a little bit more, and just get like the ones they use like at casinos or a place like that. And they usually have like sales or discounts and things like that. Sometimes they're approaching you know a hundred bucks, but I'm I'm not in the business, so I don't need anything that fancy. So but of course, you know, Robert likes to poke fun about me being an elitist somehow and uh not no, return stuff. No, no, no. It's not elitist. It's that you're wussy and don't like returning stuff because you're like, eh, it never works out. Not that you're elitist. It's not that at all. If you were an elitist, I'd call you like, you know, the 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 Karen thing that you're. I want to talk to your manager, and you better do this for me. You never do that. If you did that, I would say, you get him, Ernie. You be the Karen. No, you, if I, if I bought if I bought something if I bought something from like you know this unknown website and it cost me like. 20 bucks and it come and it comes in and I'm like, well, it's $20 worth of plastic. You know, you get what you pay for at that point. Mm. So at that point you're not going to bother. Yeah. At that point I'll just be like, Oh, chalk it up as a loss. 
because it'll get. probably cost me more of my time mm. to send that stupid thing back and fight with these people to get my money back. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can't argue that completely. I, I hear you. I hear you. It, it, it is kind of a, a lost cause, I guess, at some point there. Just the time and energy that you put into it for that amount. I mean, if it's you know, more than twenty bucks, then maybe, but you know, for that amount. Yeah, so uh, you know, I basically took care of Mother's Day using the internet. You know, went to oh, Shutterfly and got my mom some some pictures, some things printed out. You know, picture of her, my daughter. Uh, in uh, made into a jigsaw puzzle so she got that for mother's day and uh, i ordered one for my dad same thing for a puzzle for for him um they like doing that type of stuff and now and since my mom got hers she's like i don't want to put it together until like i have like the jigsaw glue and a board to stick it on and so now i can frame it and i'm like oh boy <laughs> now now it's all okay oh boy but yeah, like this, I think this will be the new norm now. I, I was very, I was very reluctant to be that type of person because, uh, in our circle, there are people that essentially they get everything online. They, they're just, oh, yeah. ev- everything's in a cart, you know, um, you know, online or in an account or pending to come through, and everything's just, and and I used to be the one that used to argue of. Don't don't you want to like shop here locally? Like, what about the local businesses and things like that? But now, you know, this kind of opened me up. This kind of changed my uh, my view on some things. That you're more open to buying things online and not just having to shop. I mean, and that's the big that's the big shift, right? I mean, I think for everybody is that it's all more remote, which we kind of expected. Um, the downside of of course of of people. Not having that as an option anymore. For example, you know, us opening back up and people being able to go physically out to places more is, um, of course, we're starting to spike in Florida again, shockingly, uh, with with the reasons we're all indoors, which is the uh, pandemic. Um, this month has been particularly bad. Um, if you have not been able to look, folks, uh, the, the nerd statistic side of us uh, will come out here for just a hot minute. And for those of you going out, um, as of June 8th in the Florida area, at least, which is where we're, of course, based out of, 966 on the 8th, jumped to uh, 1,000 on 9th, 1,300 on the 10th, and we're up to 1,700 on the 11th. And that's numbers for that day. Scary. It's very scary. So, you know. Yay, the the country's opening back up, but not so much. And ironic, and of course, shockingly, you know, uh, Florida, California, Texas, New York area, basically, are all the hotbeds. Shockingly enough, I know it's scary, but again, we say if you're a nerd, stay indoors. There's lots of stuff to watch. I'm actually so. You remember because we had this conversation, gosh, two weeks ago, the whole HBO Max thing, right? Yes, HBO Max, yes. So here's what I uncovered in personal experience. Um, Some folk are a little whiny and just a little extra when it comes to the internet. Because if you remember, there's a lot of people complaining. Oh, I can't get it. It doesn't work on this. It doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, right? So if you have HBO which we do, we pay for HBO, you get HBO Max as part of the package. You just get it. 
Okay, cool. So I was like, Ugh, can I watch it on any device? Is this going to be a problem? And guess what? I can watch it on my iPad. It's perfectly fine. It's very good service. It actually doesn't have any issues. It doesn't buffer that much. It's actually sometimes, depending on where in the house I am on Wi-Fi, better than Netflix even as far as buffering and, and Amazon Prime, which sometimes just kind of sits there in circles for an hour. So it actually worked out really well. So I don't know what everybody was fussing about, but I've actually been watching uh, doc, classic Doctor Who on it in the last couple of days. So I'm fine with it. I don't know if you've been watching, uh, if you have it or not, but it's actually not bad. I have um, I have HBO Go. I can't get the Max because of, I guess, my provider service will only let me get the Go. Um, but yeah, it's not that bad. Like, I've been able to watch some stuff on HBO Go because in one of my rooms, I um, no, 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 I have it in all three rooms. It's, what was I? Oh, yeah, I was actually in my car waiting for my daughter's um, uh, gymnastics practice to finish. And okay. since the, because of the restrictions, um, there's no parents allowed inside the building. And they ha- sure. and all the uh, students have to enter in the back of the building through a single door, and they have to get their temperature checked and, like, get hand sanitized. And they're only able to operate at, like, 25% capacity. So sure, all- same thing they're doing for the cross for my daughter. So, yeah, same thing. Yeah, so... I basically have to sit in a park a lot in my car and I hopped on and I was able to watch, um, oh my gosh, um, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, nice. Yes. And through the cellular network, honestly, it came through perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And HBO Go is always better than, oh, you know what's on HBO? Uh, so here's an interesting thing. So on HBO Max, you can watch. Oh, wow. Okay. So right now you can watch Wonder Woman, John Wick Chapter 3, Shazam, and I don't even know what Ad Astra is, but there you go. That too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have that actually recording as we speak. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, and all the Scooby-Doo movies because, you know, that's something that we all want to – Well, didn't that Scoob thing come out recently? I, I don't care. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Sorry. Was that too much? I was like, I Come don't. On. It actually looked the, – the, the people that are involved in that project, it might be kind of cool to watch it. I'm, I'm actually curious of watching it. I have very honestly never watched anything Scooby-Doo if I could help it. But you can watch All Nightmare on Elm Street if you want. <laughs> but, yeah, I was never a Scooby-Doo fan. I really wasn't. But HBO, so the HBO thing has a lot of cool things on it. It has an Adult Swim collection. It has Crunchyroll, Looney Tunes, Studio Ghibli, TMC, Sesame Workshop. Oh my God, it was so funny. So I saw on the uh, on the feed this morning, I was looking at stuff, and it was like the Not So Late Show with Elmo. <laughs> I was half tempted to watch it. Half tempted. Half tempted, huh? Yeah. And they have a DC uh, hub. Let me tell you, man. DC Which includes the DC, some of the DC stuff. It has the original Batman, it has the Suicide Squad, Dawn of Justice, everybody's favorite movie. I'm not sure how Watchmen fits into that. I think it is DC Universe, right? Oh, they have Batman: The Killing Joke on there. Yeah, I watched The Killing Joke on it recently. What the um, heck is Beware the Batman? Did you watch that? I, I, I think I did, but I don't remember it. I really was looking for Batman so it, Ninja. 
Oh, really? Oh, I yeah, yeah, the anime. Okay. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. The, um... <laughs> There's a lot of Batman. This looks like what it was, a lot of Batman. Now, you know, I don't yeah, know... The Judas if... Contract. The Judas Contract is... Isn't that the one where, uh... I know, I don't know the Judas Contract. Yeah, Teen Titans and the Judas Contract. Uh, yeah, I, I, I own that one. That one's actually pretty good. Yeah, that was actually... Oh. Well, that's it. They also have Doom Patrol on here, which I thought was just the behind the curtain show, wasn't it? No, no, no. That's a legit show. No, no, no. I mean, it was behind the DC original only. Oh, originally, yes, it was. Oh, okay, they moved it. Yeah. Okay, they don't have a huge amount. They have a weird Supergirl movie. I didn't know there was a. There's a Star Girl now on CW. Steel. Uh... Oh, okay. I remember Steel vaguely. Jonah yeah. Hex is on here. Some random Jonah. stuff, dude. Um, there's going to be another Constantine coming out, apparently. Good. Good. Because yeah. I love Constantine's character. If they um, if they use the same actor. Yeah, it's going to be more along the lines of Justice League Dark, which was really Good. well done. Yeah, um, that, was great, that was a great animated movie. Uh, what, was, what was the other thing that I saw? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And here's the thing. I don't know if you were able to keep up on the, the Twitterness in all of this. I try to avoid Twitter because it's mostly gone political, and I'm trying to stay nerdy and not political. But Pinterest, hey, love you guys at Pinterest. You guys are keeping business. (laughs) For that one, that one image that you uploaded, what four, five years ago now? Oh God, yeah. (laughs) Just got a note on that. Notice on that yesterday too. That's it's yeah. The uh, what's on the Twitterverse is, of course. The Snyder Cut is finally coming out, and HBO basically ponied up the money to finish the special effects. He basically cleared up, you know, there's no Red Sky uh, filter in it like what Joss Whedon done. The beginning of it is taken out. There's no interview with Superman by the kids with with the iPhone. There's no, like, mixing of that Russian family. Okay, because that was a big concern. Yeah. Okay. He ripped okay. all. I mean, I'm not, but I'm more care. I don't care. So here's my thing. I don't care about what they took out. Well, here's the okay. thing. Like, I care about what they put the in. Movie, at the beginning of the movie, Wonder Woman doesn't save the museum full of kids. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's how that starts. Cyborg's story is way more involved. Cool. Way okay, darker. Well, right. Sure. Um, okay. Flash, like his. His origin is mixed in there. That battle where you see like the armies of like mm-hmm. Earth, like coming With, together and right. fighting off. It's not Steppenwolf leading that fight. It's Darkseid, and it's a no. young Darkseid before he learns the anti-life equation. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But does it last longer? And and also. You know, somebody uh, – Lex Luthor has more time in this movie. Which I appreciated that Lex Luthor. I know everybody was 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 pooping all over him. Well, you know why I was pooping on him was because somebody leaked out that Brian Cranston had uh, been offered the part and Zack Snyder decided to give it to Jesse Eisenberg and everyone was – all those nerds were butthurt about that. No, okay. Because I didn't think his performance was bad. I think he played – a variant on Lex Luthor. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Gene Hackman, Jeff Lex Luthor, oh. sure. Yeah, Gene but, Hackman and Kevin Spacey, the real estate, the evil real estate agent. 
Exactly. I mean, seriously, that's not it's, it's ridiculous. No. You know, this is more of a crazy. He almost reminds me of a Joker type in that he just wants to watch the world burn and he's just obsessed with destroying Superman. Well, yeah, you know? yeah. He he basically which the, is funny. He, he took he took the platform of Man of Steel and he basically said, hey, look, like the Christopher Reeves Superman was incredible. Everyone loves Superman. Superman shows up. New York City embraces him or I'm sorry, Metropolis embraces him. And, uh, you know, he's he's loved by everyone, the entire planet over. Right. Well, sure. Zack Snyder basically said, well, what if there were people that really didn't like Superman or were afraid of him? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you, you would think like a rational person would be like, wait a minute. So you're trying to tell me that this guy who can't be stopped by any weapon is going to be on our side. What happens if he decides to go rogue? Mm-hmm. Well, right. and that's the biggest thing, right? And that was Lex Luthor's point. He's like, look, we're, we're treating him like a god. Well, then that's the thing is can you really like, you know, go into that world and see that type of person and not have some fear? And I think – even if he never went rogue and dark, you know, you know, Justice League Dark or not Justice League Dark, uh, the heck is it called? You know what it's called? But the video game. Um, oh, Justice. Justice. If you oh, don't even go fully Justice, that all they, we would not be talking about DC, the DC extended universe, the way we're talking about it now, like what they could have done or should have done, or all these revisits to movies that already came out. If they would have just done Injustice. Yeah. Game over. Yeah, no, everyone would have been fine. Would've yeah. Been fine. But my thing is, is that, you know, if you really do um, that kind of concept and you do it well, you know, you at least should address that somebody is going to be afraid of Superman. You know, and I, not to pull a parallel, but a pretty close parallel. You compare Superman to like a Doctor Who, okay, in concept. Where Superman has super strength, godlike in, a, in in physical prowess, that's the that's Doctor Who and his mental prowess. So you know the Doctor is the mental version of a Superman, if you will. Nothing can stop him. Everybody's he has a lot of enemies. A lot of people don't like him because they're the bad guys. Bad guys don't like him. At what point do you stop? What's the what's the saying? You either you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Which is which is the Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, that kind of fills in, and they do that with, you know, they do that with Doctor Who. They do that with Superman. They can only do that with some type of characters, right? Like, Batman is kind of, like, on the fence anyways, right? He's kind of in between. He's a little bit in the shadows. So you really can't think of him as a superhuman being. Spider-Man, he has too many real problems to be considered a superhuman being in that sense. But in general, superheroes that are pure super, Superman, Doctor Who, those types of heroes can definitely fall into the category of, all right, at what point do you use your powers a little too much and become the villain that everybody is trying to fight against? You're trying to force people to do what you think they should, and basically you're valuable. And then then Man of Steel makes more sense, especially like how people hated – Kevin Costner uh, as being his dad, like he was always a jerk to him, right? Which like, is such uh, a weird version of that to take, too. Yeah, I mean, and also when you think about it, like 
when you go back to the Christopher Reeves version of like, you know, his mother and father, complete opposites. They were salt mm-hmm. of the earth from like Smallville, Kansas, you know. Mm-hmm. Nah, Kevin Costner came in and he was all grizzled and like, and, and he's like, "What do you want me to do, Dad? Just let the kids drown? Yeah, let them drown. You don't owe them anything." That's I'm like, Whoa. so. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't personally don't have an issue. With him being grizzled, I think, fine, whatever, make him grizzled. There's a difference between grizzled and callous. And that's, I think, the fine line they crossed. I don't mind him being gruff and wanting to say, look, you don't owe anybody anything. Okay, fine. But at the same point, really, you're going to go with the let the kids drown? Really? Hey, really? He, also, he also let his dad die. Like, the tornado was coming and he was pinned and, he, and his dad was like, no, because don't do it. You know, if you if if you like really respect me as a father and what I told you all these years, you won't save me. And of course, he ends up dying. Oh yeah, yeah. But, again, but, but like, but like all of this, like to subset the whole release the Snyder cut, the whole movement worked, which was amazing in of itself, right? Oh yeah. Well, and again, considering all the trouble that the movie had, you know, from the critics, it worked as it was. If they really do change all these things in the Snyder Cut, then we really can expect something new. Yeah. I'm and, hoping it's and, enough to actually make it feel different. Because if it's just like – it was like what they did with the Suicide Squad. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff they added. Oh, okay, fine. Well, the yeah. thing is now that leads me <laughs> into the other thing that I see on the Twitterverse is that there's a release, the Ayers Cut. Now, David Ayers, um, he, you know, if you go back through his filmography, you know, he did uh, Fury – he did End of Watch. He did Training Day. He did those type of movies. They're very gritty. They're very technical. You know, you know, it, it's technically sound. You know, he does a movie about cops. You know, he basically brings on to the set like real cops to show them what would you do in this situation, and they would do that, right? Same thing he did with Fury. He got like people that drove those tanks and like army veterans, and he, technically sound and all that stuff. What he did with Suicide Squad, he did the exact same thing. So you saw bits and pieces of it. However, yeah. what he said is the movie that everyone saw was not the movie that I made. That is a little bit different than bits and pieces missing. Exactly. And and he said – and people were like, oh, you know, you kind of messed you, – you messed up the Joker. How can you do that? And he said – and he's on Twitter like defending all these choices. He said – Here's um, here's Joker through the 90s, and he laid them like side by side by pictures of Jared Leto from the Suicide Squad and these comic book versions, and they match up mm-hmm. like all the way through. And um, people are like, well, it doesn't make sense. You know, he should have been the, the villain. And he goes – that that was my big mistake. He said it. He and he and he admitted to it. He said my big mistake was not making the Joker the main villain. He wishes. Well, sure. And then he said he wishes that he would have been able to create more story arcs. Now he's kind of doubling back on this, basically saying he was towing the company line because the the company got all those um, notes from BVS and. They basically came to him and said, we don't want this dark stuff that you're shooting. 
Like, we want Guardians of the Galaxy. Oy. We, we well. Want, and basically, they took the editing out of his hands and gave the editing to the group who created the uh, the trailers um, that the, that came after San Diego Comic-Con. The, the big one being the Bohemian Rhapsody one. That company. They basically re-edited the whole movie. I don't know, dude. I feel that um, there's a lot of possibility. I'm 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 hoping that it's a lot of possibility, but I don't hold my breath. Because again, what, the problem is there's so much negativity that whatever they do, somebody's gonna say something negative, and it's just gonna that's what's gonna take the lead. That's what's gonna be what people other, remember and want to discuss. Yeah, the other part of it is that his defense is look, he goes, Jared Leto came out the evening that it was like globally screened and he walked out of there and he said, this is bullshit. Most of my acting isn't on the screen. He goes, there is literally a whole Joker and Harley movie that nobody's going to see now. And everyone was like, well, what do you think that would look like? And of course, you know, everyone loved this Joker. Like the ladies just ate this version of Joker up. Right. They were all like, oh, I could fix him. But like literally like <laughs> but yeah, literally he's like fighting. He, he was fighting mad. And then he was mad at the fact that nobody includes him in discussions when people talk about Joker. Right. Of course. Well, you know, that's the thing. OK, so I have to change subjects because oh, well, I'm going to change over to Marvel for a hot minute. OK, go on. But not the movies. So I played a video game. For, for quite a while. Um, I don't know if we're talking about the show or not. Um, the Spider-Man video game uh, for the PS4. And it was, not to be uh, ironic in any way, spectacular. Um, it was a lot of fun. You were Spider-Man. You really felt the swinging was the best they've ever done in any Spider-Man game. The visuals were amazing. The costumes were just plain old fun. The combat was a delightful nightmare. Um, because you could do so many things that you had to figure it out every time you played, and it was it was awesome, but but a challenge, right? So they left the game open at the end of it with basically Miles Morales. He spoiler alert if you haven't played the game, but there's there's hints throughout that Miles Morales is going to be the next Spider-Man character in the game, different version than the movie where both Miles and Peter are around, nobody dies. Spoiler alert if you haven't played the game, but whatever. It's a fun game. It's not that long to play. It's actually one of the few games I've actually completed fairly quickly. I was quite impressed. So they just released the trailer for the, unfortunately, PS5, Miles Morales Spider-Man. Unfortunately, I'm getting the PS5. I'm going to have a chip. To- <sighs> I, I, let me put it to you this way. They have the new Assassin's Creed game. That is going to be on the PS4 because they know Assassin's Creed knows not many people are going to have the PS5 right away because everybody's going to have to get it shipped because of the coronavirus. So they're putting it out on PS4 as well. So they're doing it on both because they knew they're not going to get um, as much of an audience. I'm afraid that the Spider-Man is going to run the same route if they don't do it right and put it out to both systems. Give an advantage to the people with the PS5, fine. But if you make it a PS5 exclusive – you're not going to have as many people buying. So many people are out of jobs right now. I mean, thank God you and me and folks like us aren't. But for everybody else, 
they're not going to be able to afford it. They're not going to be able to afford a system and a game, both. So I think that they may hurt themselves if they do it, but it looks outstanding. It looks like they just did it again, but this time with Miles Morales. And as as everybody – and we're not going to get into it, but as everybody knows, one of the biggest things on social media right now is Miles Morales' Spider-Man cosplay is huge, massive, especially in New York. Um, so I think it's perfect timing for them to come out the, with this game, and it looks absolutely stunning, and I'm very excited for it. So that was just my little piece on that. Fantastic game. Go play it. The original Spider-Man, and this one will probably be the same. So very excited. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's what I yeah, got. I had... keep, keep, keep in mind that I did see a lot of you know Miles Morales' like uh, upcoming Spider-Verse movies. Um, I hope that's out. real. I hope those are real too, because that yeah, they're showing a little bit. You know, Miles is a little bit older. You know, they they shown a couple like pictures of him, like an older Miles. I'm like, all right, I can see this ha- being cool. Um, I'd watch the heck out of it because again, the great I, thing about my the understanding, stuff. my understanding is they're trying to get uh, Miles um, and the two Peter Parkers. The two Peter Parkers that they want to get, get this. This is only a rumor. I can't confirm it. Sure. They want to, they want Toby back and they want Andrew back. Oh, to do the voices? Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. And I'm like, wow. Um, even though I thought Nick Cage did a great Spider-Man noir. Oh, yeah. I'd watch the heck out of a, a Spider-Man noir solo movie or something. Yeah. I'd I mean, watch the heck out of that. Yeah, I mean, Nick Cage, he, he named his son Kal-El. He's invested in this comic book stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, and he's such a cool guy. And so it, sounds, it seems like he'd be um, cool, cool, good for this type of world, you know? Yeah. But well, he, he's done Ghost Rider. The second one was better than the first one, I have to say. I've watched it a few times now, and I can appreciate that one. Um. One uh, another superhero movie that I've watched recently that I can appreciate a little bit more uh, is Green Lantern with Ryan. Wait, Re- what? I can Wait, ap- what? I can appreciate Green Lantern uh, with Ryan Reynolds whoa, a little whoa, bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Go Why? On. Why? Have yeah. you? It's it's an enjoyable movie for one. Okay, here's my major problem with that movie. Oh God! If no. you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna tell me it's the CGI costume and mask, the conversation's done. That, no, no, that no. makes no sense to me. You know my biggest issue with that movie? They picked literally the most stupid version of a villain ever. Parallax. Yeah. He was a he was a watcher or whatever they're called. What are they called again? No, the guy with the giant brain, the main villain, not Parallax. The dude with – yeah, it was stupid. And maybe he was a big villain in the comics. I don't know. It wasn't Green Lantern, dude. But they did it awful. If he's supposed to be that big of a villain, he was an idiot. No, no, no. Parallax was the villain. Okay. Parallax was the villain. The, and, and unfortunately, we already saw the, – the problem was that we already saw the cloud, the big giant cloud from space from the last Fantastic Four. And that's 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 what soured a lot of people off, right? My understanding is that Ryan Reynolds thought the movie was edited in a way that 
lean more towards that because I guess that Fantastic Four made a lot of money. So they went that route. They kind of copied them. Because in originally what Ryan Reynolds is saying is that Sinestro was the main villain. That would be great. That would have been much better. And apparently Mark Strong said, yeah, my role and what you guys saw, completely different. He goes, the story, the script that I read and acted out with Ryan, completely different than what's on what's there. Now, mind you, it's an enjoyable movie. However, you know, it's really a, a it's really a cop movie set in space, right? Oh, yeah, which I'm fine with. But the thing but, is, is that why am I rooting for the worst cop? You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, well you're I'd rooting for the root rookie. For the other lanterns, right? Well, you don't get enough time with him at all. But I mean, at least if you had it where he was not on his own, right? If you had partnered up, yes, that would be something. Kilowog, but, uh, yeah. or or even with Sinestro before he takes on the you know the the Ring of Fear, you know. Which I was kind of surprised they didn't do, but if you were saying that – if what you're saying is true and they originally planned it out so that he was actually the main villain, then there might not be enough footage of them together where one's a yeah, hero. Yeah, that, that footage is long gone from my understanding. Like they can't go back and redo it like they did the 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 Snyder cut or the Ayers cut. Yeah. I mean again, I felt that Hal, Hal Jordan's uh, and Ryan Reynolds' portrayal of him wasn't bad. I felt the movie was enjoyable from that perspective. I just felt that the villain was just—he was so resentful, and he was like a—he was like a super nerd who got what did you get? Butt hurt? <laughs> yeah. He's like a butt hurt super nerd. I couldn't. He didn't seem very villainous to me. He seemed more just desperate Tragic. and sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, I can't get behind this as a villain. I mean, if you're going to be Spider-Man, then be Spider-Man where you feel a little bad for the villain. Fine. But you're not. You're freaking Hal Jordan. You basically have the power to do whatever you can think of yeah. happens. Yeah, you can... You can any... chuck stuff into the sun. For God's sake, your villain should not be some pitiful little worm of character <laughs> where you're almost like, do you really need to pound him like that? I mean, yeah, he's powerful, but he's just so sad and desperate. Yeah. I don't really know if I should be voting, rooting for you. Isn't, aren't you kind of being a, a bully cop? I don't well, know. <laughs> it goes back. It goes back to Man of Steel, right? Like at one point, you're like, you know what? I really don't like Superman's like stance and all this, right? You're kind of pulling for General Zod at times, until like you realize at the end what what Zod's really, what his real intentions are, what he really is about. But for a while there, you know, he's kind of like going to him and, and, he, and he's like saying and, and he's like saying, please, for the sake of our race, like join us and help us out. And he basically says Krypton had its chance. At that point, I was like, all right, Zod, just snap him in half right now. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing is it it doesn't make sense that Superman wouldn't want to help his people. But right. I think – they set that up from the father aspect that his father is like, you know, don't feel don't feel any emotion for people that you don't know or whatever. It's like don't care about him. It's like it's really kind of a weird turn for Superman, which does lead to that darker Superman, which is cool. But then who the hell do you root for? You know, it's like if Superman's kind of cuspy good and the bad guy's kind of cuspy bad, then WTF. There's no hero in the movie, which if that's what you're going for, then go for it. Don't just kind of half-ass it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can tell in Man of Steel, 
Snyder did not half-ass anything in that movie. No. He, he clearly had a vision. Like, we were all hoping for Man of Steel 2. He gave us BVS. Mm-hmm. Right? And Henry Cavill, when it came out, the only thing he said was, my understanding was that this was supposed to be Man of Steel 2. It's actually a Batman movie, and I make an appearance in it. Right. right? It was all got screwed around. Yeah, it all like the messaging, the all that stuff. That movie should have made more money. I get it, right? Oh yeah. But then like it was a complete like reflex action by Warner Brothers. They wanted the the whole funny, make it light, you know, start connecting universes and things like that. But like if you look at what happened with Wonder Woman, that was Zack, Zack Snyder's version of Wonder Woman. You mm-hmm. look at Aquaman, same thing. Like everyone, I remember saying when I watched BVS uh, Friday, the day after it came out, I was really excited when you saw the Flash, Cyborg, uh, Wonder Woman, and um, and Aquaman. And I saw the Aquaman like clip where like you know it's like secret footage, it's like in a shipwreck, and he like takes off through the water real quick, and it's Jason Momoa. Everyone said that was ridiculous. You know, he looked like he he looked like a Vidal Sassoon like model or something like that with the hair everywhere. I'm like, that's actually pretty accurate to the comics. Mm. You know what I mean? Like everyone got him confused with Super Friends Aquaman. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like you know, Aquaman came out and that made a billion dollars. Yeah. And I thought I, – I think as far as villains go, the best villains so far on on screen, I'd have to say from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's just a terrifying, like, power to have, like, to make suggestions and, like, you have no control over it, right? Yeah. I mean – that That's terrifying to have that type mm-hmm. of – um, well. Yeah, I mean, you're talking godlike levels, you know, or godlike powers in that. Point, yeah. You know. Uh, I thought Zod was a great was a great villain, like right off the bat. I thought Zod was good. Uh, oh yeah, he was strong. Uh, let me see. If you go into Wonder Woman, I thought Ares was was cool. Um, Aquaman, I thought you know Black Manta. Yeah, and that was kind cool. of a nice little bringing it about i mean they, and again all these movies which of course duh, big shocker they've set them up for sequels the sad part is right now is are we ever going to get any of them yeah and i actually liked kingpin in the spider-verse but i also like kingpin in daredevil well you also have to remember that villain wise kingpin is and that's the fun with the spider-verse is is not the same kingpin yeah yeah it's a different universe as Kingpin. So, yeah, he's a little – It's the great line is, yeah, Kingpin, where's your neck? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right, guys, that's good. No, Let's but I thought, I, thought, I thought Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin in the, uh, in the Netflix Daredevil, that was perfectly casted. I thought so, that was a villain. So they're talking about – you know what kind of disappeared before we go any further? Go on. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes, that disappeared in the wake of all this. Didn't it, though? Yes. I was so excited about that. And, not that everybody's as excited, Mobius. Yes, the living vampire. Yeah. 
just kind of disappeared. Uh, Jared Leto. Well, yeah. it's not that it disappeared. It's on it's on a hiatus. They they pushed yeah. it out. But, well, and, uh, and they're supposed to have Mulan finished, and it never yeah. showed either. No, I think they're just they're trying to determine what to is do. It, is it like going to be like Artemis Fowl, where we just right. say, you know what, let's just put it on the streaming platform. And we're see. not, yeah, and we'll release it out on like Blu-ray to anyone who doesn't like yeah. have uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, but you know what they do push forward that I was so disappointed in. Tell me. Bill and Ted face the music. Yo, I Did have. Did you watch s- that trailer? No, but when I saw it was the sad. When I saw the. Uh, the first inkings of it, like, you know, from after seeing John Wick 3, which was a masterpiece, mm-hmm. and like, I, and he came out and said, hey, look, I'm working on Bill and Ted, and it's going to be, I'm going to bring on the original, you know, it's going to be all original, like, from back in the days. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're bringing everyone back. Well, they can't bring back Carlin, but like, yeah. a lot of that story and everything else, and I'm like, huh, okay. But I never wanted to watch the trailer because I wanted to be surprised. Yeah. I don't know. It could be just my initial reaction, but there's a saying somewhere. There's nothing more depressing than aging rockers who still think they're cool. (laughs) Oh, that's so mean. I'm sorry. It's not my saying. That's so mean. That's kind of the vibe I got from it. And maybe that's intentional. You know? Where they were supposed to rock and, you know, create the future of peace and harmony, and they kind of failed. Spoiler: that's what the trailer is basically saying. Um, but yeah, you should watch it. I think it's an interesting watch. I'd like to see what you think about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. Again, was I a huge uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure fan? No, I watched it once. Oh, let me ask you. Speaking of masterpieces, going back to your other comment. John Wick 3, do you have to watch 1 and 2 to really get anything out of 3? Or can you yeah. watch 3 by itself? No, no. You you really should watch 1. <sighs> Fine. But that's the whole thing. It is amazing. Like No, no, no. I'm not arguing that. It was so – it was so like – remember, this came out when we were at the old job. And like a mutual acquaintance of ours, uh, Fred – Basically came over to us while we're and he goes, Hey, did you hear about that new Keanu Reeves movie? I'm like, Yeah, I heard about it. Is it any good? He goes, Yeah, I saw it. He basically kills the entire Russian mafia for killing his dog. And I'm like, This is ridiculous. That is not what it's about. So I went that night and looked it up and I'm like, sure as heck, man. That's, that's what it's the, about. That's what it's about. Yeah. And then I saw it and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Apparently, it made a mint off of a shoestring budget, right? And the, the story moves along so well. The second movie, very much like other I, – I, I don't want to put it in the same level, but it's like almost like the first three Star Wars movies. Like you had the first one that gave you like, here's here's the characters, here's the world that we're in. And everyone loves it, right? Okay. The second one is all the mythos and all the story, right? There's so much plot and everything going on that you learn everything about the universe in the second movie. That's what the second movie is. Is that bad? It's good. 
It's okay. so good. The third one wraps it all up. However, they're saying like, you know, the third one kind of leaves it open, and uh, you know, there's he says he'll make John Wicks until they tell him to stop. Or until he injures himself so badly he can't stop. <laughs> no, but it's 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 a good movie. I think you would enjoy it. Um, no, and it's not a matter of, of enjoying it or not. I think I would too. I don't argue that. Um, it's just a matter of figuring out where I can watch one and two. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Those there because three is everywhere. Yeah. One and two. They kind of they kind of search a little bit. Yeah, you have to do a searching. Maybe find a copy somewhere. You know, floating around. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I've been trying to like, you know, I I went through like because of the quarantine, trying to like clear up movies that I wanted to see and, you know, get them off the list. Um, but one of the things that I haven't watched uh, is anything like too graphic. Like I, I. Are you worried about it being graphic? Well. Well, for your daughter, I mean. Yeah, yeah, but like even I don't know, maybe because you know being inside so long, you don't want to like be depressed or anything. But like, uh, oh, like, well, dark then more than graphic. Yeah, and and like one of the movies that um, I don't, I think I told you about it. It's called Prisoners. It's with Hugh Jackman and uh, Terrence. I forgot his name. Terrence Howard. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Watch that because I never saw it before, but I remember the previews, and it's star-studded. There's a lot of people that make cameos in there, and it is a really depressing movie, and it's really graphic, right? What's it called again? Prisoners. Okay. And it kind of leaves you with this heavy feeling. like It's not like some movies where you're kind of like, oh, you know, things kind of worked out. And you're like, oh, shoot, man, that was that was really messed up. And then uh, I watched a movie today, which kind of fell in the same thing. It was called um, The Five Bloods. It's a Spike Lee movie, and it follows this um, this squad from that served together in Vietnam, and they're going back because they found a shipment of gold. And I was like, all right, that seems like a pretty cool movie to watch. Oh, my gosh. It is so, so heavy, man. And there's a lot of scenes in it where, like, you see, like, explosions and body parts and, you know, bullet wounds. You know, what a what a machine gun would do to, like, a human body. It's, like, really graphic. But that seems a little much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty intense. A landmine going off. You see, like, this guy with no arms and legs and stuff, like, spurting out of him. It's really he- heavy. That's that's a little gross. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I've been trying to stay clear of this in in our current. I've been trying to do more of the superhero things. Like, I real I've watched like Shazam twice now since being in in quarantine. I think that's a great movie. I I actually did fell down the rabbit hole and found out that they are working on Black Adam, like Shazam two. Are they really really? Yes, like The Rock is in. He he's one of the. He's the producer of Shazam. How do you do? How how are you how are you gonna do that though? It's gonna be. They, he said the original idea was they were gonna have two origin stories in the same movie, but when they tried it, it just it didn't work for The Rock or Dwayne, however you want to refer to him. No, 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 no. 
And he was like, no, I have to make another movie just for Black Adam. No, no, no. I get that. And but isn't – well, hold on, hold on. But but I thought he had a thing in his contract where he can't be beaten. Isn't Black Adam a villain? Uh, yes. Yes, you see my he issue? is. You see my issue? And, he's, and, and in some variants of the Justice League and the Legion of Doom, he's a member of the Legion of Doom. Okay, um, so but, how can The Rock, who has a contract, I don't know, but can't my, be defeated? My understanding is that he's going to have his own origin movie, right? So, so it's going to be Shazam Part 2. Hold on, and, you're giving an origin movie to a villain. And, and it's going to have Levi, you know, the last Shazam guy. He's going to be in it as well. And the rumor has that Henry Cavill's coming back as Superman in it. So who's the bad guy? Black Adam. But he can't be defeated because it's in his contract. I think it's the point where he always says, get back up. Look, Black – I mean, if you look (laughs) at The Rock and Black Adam, every version that I've seen since a kid – he is a spot-on dead ringer for Black Adam. Oh, not arguing. I'm just saying his contractual obligation that did he cannot win. I I mean I don't or know, man. Moves. Is it is it is it true? I don't know. Maybe it is. That would be Maybe it hilarious. isn't. Hilarious. <laughs> that would I mean, be hilarious. I mean, I have you watched the movie Doom? That's based on the video game of the same name, right? Yes, he yeah. was in it. Was he? Yes. Was, was he a bad guy or a good guy? He was one of the good guys who ended up becoming bad. Okay. Did he get defeated? Yes. He was shot by a young – was it maybe Carl maybe, Urban? Maybe it's before, it before his contract or maybe it's not true. Maybe he can be defeated. I just thought there was a thing where he couldn't a be defeated. A Scorpion King? Remember when he was in that Mummy movie? True, he, true. He yeah. digital, digital rock. You know, It was his top part of his torso attached to a, a scorpion, a giant scorpion. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm I'm fine with him being the villain in a movie and getting his ass handed to him as long as we can cheer for it. Hey, I, mean, I don't even know if we're allowed to cheer for that. Can we cheer you know, if he gets the villain? But you know, the one movie I haven't seen that I kind of want to see is Bloodshot. Oh, yeah. Did, did that actually come out? Yeah, that dropped, man, weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Where? On all the streaming platforms. For cost or for free? I think it, you think you have to pay. Ugh, I'll wait then. Uh, you know what I should do though? I'll see if the missus has seen it, but I I, I want to watch Shazam now. Yeah, and then of course. Because I never actually watched it. You never watched Shazam? I never actually watched it. No, right, definitely but, didn't want to, but it's it's on HBO. I can watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely worth your time. It's a fun movie, and please yeah. watch. And and remember, I told you like. What movie was it? I told you the only thing worth watching was the was the extra scene at the end. Um, you remember that? Yeah, I do, and I watched that. And the extra scene at the end was was very good, but um, I don't remember what it was. Oh man, we're gonna have to pull that one of these days and find out which one it was. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Was it Spider Man? No. Was it Homecoming? No. No. It wasn't Captain Marvel, was it? No. No. 
No, there was something. It was a. I thought it was a DC. No, it wasn't DC. It might have been Marvel. I don't know what it was. Yeah, there's what? one movie you you talked about it a lot because I remember it. I just can't remember right this second. Yeah, it's like you're essentially watching the whole thing. It's only the cutscene that really. Well, like, you mentioned oh that about. The, well, you what, talked about that with the with the Justice League movie. Yes, when he says we should start our um, own. Yeah, a league of our own. Yeah, isn't that what why you, you said? Why don't you just say it? Like it's such a like a mic drop moment. If he would have said Legion of Doom, I think everyone in the in the IMAX where I saw it would have fainted. They would have fainted. I'll tell you what though, it might have been a great drop, but we're never gonna see it. No, 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 no. That's the whole thing. Like that whole universe is killed, according to yeah. Warner Brothers, yeah. right? They're releasing the Snyder Cut. They're, they may release the Ayers Cut, um, but that's all like – like the Snyder Cut isn't coming out till next year, 2021. Mm-hmm. And they're talking like the Suicide Squad Ayers Cut isn't going to be like till 2022. Whatever. Yeah. So going we'll back be, to we'll Zan, be dead from COVID by that point. <laughs> God, no. Please, no. Um, but Shazam – Definitely a fun movie to watch, and uh, you just gotta you you gotta look at it as um, it's really a it's really a kid's story, right? It's not a sure. you know it's Billy Batson is a thirteen or fourteen year old kid who's given like superpowers. Well, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, so you gotta look at it through that kind of prism, so to speak. And uh, the funny the funniest thing, honestly. For that movie, because I watched me, my daughter watched it with me, and she liked it, and she especially liked the last scene. And I won't give it away, but she was like, "Is that really him?" And I'm like, "I can't tell you if that's really him or not." Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I know the scene. Uh, the jaw drops, but the extra yeah. scene, but the, there's two extra scenes. There's that, which is the ending of the movie, and the extra scene, which a lot of people aren't going to get unless you're like a huge captain marvel fan and i'm saying captain marvel uh meaning the dc version shazam mm-hmm. that was his original name mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that 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 thing that you see in the extra scene is is a really big bad villain nice yeah well speaking of big bad villains time is always ours oh and yeah while we can go on forever we try to make it so that our audience doesn't have to listen to us for more than an hour at a time, <laughs> which we've just passed, by the wow. by. Yeah, you can believe that nonsense. Um, so for those of you who are watch- listening to this episode, just be aware that we recorded this the same day we released it. That's how dedicated we are. This is what and we want. This is what we want. And tell you what, just to prove our dedication, Ernie, dedicate – this episode to saying your good line if you will sir peace out peace out everybody we will talk to you guys next time and that's another episode of two nerds and a joke follow robert and ernie on instagram twitter facebook and subscribe to their youtube channel